Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. I'm joined today by Slava Rubin, founder of Vincent. Slava, welcome. Thank you for having me, Ash. Well, it's a pleasure to have you back. Uh, you've been on the Real Vision platform before. This is your first time on Real Vision Crypto. Really excited to have you here to talk about this journey that you've been on uh, for some time now into the crypto space, into uh, alternative assets. But first, I, I understand there's some new news that you have that you wanted to break with us today. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for having me here. It's an exciting day for Vincent and the team. Uh, we're actually announcing our first managed investment product. It's called Vault, the Vincent Alt product. Uh, and it's the first of its kind where you get diversified access across all of alternatives, including crypto, with just one single investment. Everything from real estate to venture to art, crypto collectibles, you name it, all in one investment. Okay, so you are now officially in the crypto space and you're officially in the financial product space. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the context and the history of how you got here. You've had a very interesting journey in finance and entrepreneurship. Set it up for, for us. How did it begin? Uh, let's see here. Born in Belarus in 78, came over to America, went to uh, um, Wharton undergrad, was a finance and entrepreneurial dual degree, was a strategy consultant for eight years. Um, then I uh, created Indiegogo with two other co-founders. We always wanted to do what is today called equity crowdfunding, but back then it didn't exist. We worked with the Obama administration to help pass the Jobs Act in 2012, stood up an equity crowdfunding platform in 2016, started navigating equity, uh, sorry, crypto at that time, helped then to push one of the first blue chip assets as the St. Regis Hotel in Aspen, Colorado, actually tokenized that and sold fractions of that. Originally it was gonna be on Ethereum, then moved that to Tezos, that was back in 2017. Back when everybody was talking ICOs, we were doing security tokens, which seemed a bit awkward, but you know, it was uh, actually kosher. And, uh, you know, then started uh, angel investing uh, about eight years back now, started a fund called Humbition, and then couldn't get the bug away from operating. So with a few of the co-founders, started a whole new platform in the alternative investment space called Vincent. So it's the on-ramp for alternative investments, your one-stop shop, whether you want to self-service your alternative investment decisions, or now with our new offering, you can uh, have a managed product experience where we do it for you. All right, that's quite a history in 90 seconds. Let's break it down. First, let's start at the very beginning. I'm incredibly impressed. Uh, I was an English literature major that you wound up doing exactly what you majored in at Wharton, finance and entrepreneurship. Uh, so let's walk through some of that, particularly uh, starting with Indiegogo, which many of our viewers will already be familiar with. Uh, for some of our younger viewers, they probably take for granted uh, that Indiegogos of the world have always existed. But when you guys were working on crowdfunding uh, back in, I guess, was it the late 90s or early 2000s, uh, this was a truly novel idea. Walk us through it. What was the inspiration for it? And how did you execute on the plan? 
Sure. So this is 2006, where my two co-founders and I came up with the idea. All three of us had our own frustrations of trying to raise capital for right. different initiatives. Uh, I was trying to raise money for cancer research because my dad died of cancer when I was a kid. My other two co-founders, respectively, were trying to raise money for a theater project or an entrepreneur or film project. Um, this was when MySpace was still bigger than Facebook, which is crazy <laughs> talking about it now. Um, iPhone was pretty new. YouTube was not owned by Google yet. And Obama was not the president. So uh, it's a long time ago. And we just thought, wouldn't it be cool if there was like the YouTube of funding where anybody can post anything they want. And if people wanted it, they then just, you know, uh, can decide to be a part of it. Crowdfunding, the word didn't exist. And we just created Indiegogo and executed. Um, it was tough days launching in 2008. The market crashed. And we just kept on executing. And before you know it, as you say now, crowdfunding is almost boring. It's standard. It's just like a thing that everybody knows. And I love that. I love that because that did not exist before. And we helped to move that forward. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's so interesting to see how these themes, Slava, echo throughout your career. Uh, so it, it it really does seem like it's almost the foundation uh, in some ways for what you're doing at Vincent now. Let's walk through that uh, in a little bit of detail uh, because it really is, I think, in, in many ways, uh, very much related to what you did before. It sounds like the technology, the legal structures have advanced that now allow you to do things that you weren't able to do in 2006. I would completely agree. So if you look at the arc of my work, it's really been about trying to democratize access to capital, access to these investments and giving everybody the opportunity to create wealth through these various opportunities. So what was crowdfunding and equity crowdfunding is just one slice. And as I kept on evolving and learning about all these other slices that are out there, whether it's collectibles or crypto or you know pre-IPO venture or debt or art, et cetera, you know, there really seemed an opportunity to really service the investor, not try to come up with another site to offer more alternative investments because there are hundreds that are out there that are doing great work for the last 12, 13 years. But who is focused on the investor objectively trying to help them navigate the entire process? So we thought, you know, why not create something like a Kayak or a Zillow where we aggregate the entire market? And that's where we started by creating Vincent.com. And the number one feature that everybody kept on asking with this self-service experience is, I really love that I get to do this all myself, but I don't want to do it myself. I want to just give you $20,000 and can you just deal with all of this for me? I don't want to pick the managers. I don't want to have to pick the deals. I don't want to have to figure out the minimums and fees across all these things and how to diversify within asset class across asset classes. And that's why we created Vault, the Vincent Alts product, which you know we're announcing here today. Yeah. So let's break down uh, for people who may not be familiar with the definition of alternative investments and walk through all of the subcategories underneath it, because uh, alternative investments in, in many ways, is a, it's a super class, I guess you could say, of different assets. It's incredibly diverse uh, beneath the surface. You're absolutely correct. 
So we simplify it down to, and really it's anything that's not cash, bonds, or public equities, which mm. really leaves a ton of stuff, a right. ton of stuff, uh, dozens and dozens, and even more than a hundred of different sub asset classes. We smush all of that for simplicity's sake into our own taxonomy. And that's part of the ease of use uh, with Vincent, which is we smush all of it into six major categories. And a little bit's forced, but we do it for, again, the user experience perspective. And those six things are one, venture, crypto, art, collectibles, real estate, and debt. So let's walk through each one of those because uh, each one of those is an asset class in itself uh, and also has a great deal of diversity beneath the surface. Let's uh, unpack what that means for our viewers. So uh, real estate uh, can mean anything from commercial real estate to single family home to there could be farmland. Uh, there could be all types of opportunities in the, uh, the real estate category. Um, so that's, for example, one of those uh, categories. Inside venture, um, there's going to be early stage venture, like you know the, the seed money of the world, or it could be pre-IPO. Specifically for Vault, um, the managed fund product, because it's a three-year liquidity product, we only focus on the pre-IPO offerings, so not to have your money held up uh, for a very long time. In collectibles, you have one of my favorites, which is sports cards. Um, or you have wine, or you have cars, like, you know, um, motor vehicles, or you could have comic books, or sneakers, or any of those types of things, which have really seen a run uh, recently. In crypto, obviously, your audience knows it's crypto, but there's a lot of flavors of crypto, right? There's hundreds of different tokens. Um, and we break down um, all of crypto into five major strategies uh, for ourselves for Vault, which is one, the blue chip assets, you know, the typical kind of Bitcoin and ETH, the DeFi category folks, the layer one category folks, Web3 uh, opportunity, and then metaverse. So we break down crypto into those five major categories. Um, and then in debt, there's opportunities to, of course, do loans, whether it's for small business loans or more corporate uh, money in terms of uh, debt structures back. And um, the last one was art. So that's really NFTs or your fine art, which is your Monet's, your Warhol's, et cetera. Yeah, so obviously we're especially interested in crypto here as are our viewers. I'm curious, let's walk through that taxonomy because first of all, is this an actively managed component of the crypto space? And how do you think about managing uh, the portfolios within crypto? Sure, so the way the entire fund is set up is it's broken down across those six asset classes. Um, and crypto directionally is about 20% of the entire fund. The entire fund has a six month deployment period and it's a three year liquidity uh, product. It has a plus one plus one, so it's three to five years, five years maximum. Um, we're investing only within the first six months, but part of the vehicles of how we're investing is we are continuing to reposition and reallocate, uh, trying to have weighting accordingly. But yeah, we're splitting up the crypto into those five major segments. And we have about uh, over 70 individual investments within crypto. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.